Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Betting Across America here, presented by BetMGM Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes keeping an eye the third quarter beginning to start here in uh, Bucky Badger territory as Wisconsin got back in that game 13 to 10 right now. Michigan, we'll see if. Hardball can get some offense going in the yeah, second half. Yeah, and they're seeing a little bit of support on the second half line. Minus a half at BetMGM, but even money on the Wisconsin side. So, is juice to the Michigan side. Second half total, 20 and a half. So, basically looking, it's kind of where it ended pre-flop. Right. 43, 43 and a half. But we'll see. Graham Mertz seemed to get a little bit of something going, at least in that second quarter. So, all of a sudden, uh, not all hope is lost at Camp Randall. Uh, let's bring in a great college football writer here at VEASAN, Adam Kramer. And, Adam, I was reading uh, your article today, and you had a great – you kind of turned it the buffet. Like, the, we got a really good buffet of college football <laughs> games today that we're watching. But one, certainly, that's c- catching our eye, going to kick in about 30 minutes here, is Cincinnati and Notre Dame. And I noticed in the article, Adam, that you basically said, yeah, Notre Dame's undefeated, but we can't quite figure them out yet. What have you seen from this team when you look at in relation to this game today as being a home dog against the Bearcats? Well, look, they've got some great individual like players. Best safety in America, probably the best tight end in America. But those are not positions that can individually <laughs> like move the needle, although they have, right? So from quarterback on, it's just a tough team to it's just a tough team to size up. I remember with Jameis Winston, like Florida State years ago, that was a team like down to the last game where I was like, I don't know if this team's any good, right? It feels <laughs> that's kind of where it feels like we are. And yet, look, you know, the Florida State win 
uh, has aged incredibly poorly considering how close it was. And yet last week, you know, three non-offensive touchdowns in the fourth quarter. We'll see if they can get a little momentum there. Cincinnati, meanwhile, guys, I, look, I'm still on tilt from losing that Indiana bet a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I, I, I mean, four turnovers, a kickoff return. It's like it was like the bingo card of how to lose a football game. And so I love Cincinnati as a story, right? I love chaos. I want them to make a playoff. It'd be great for a group of five team to do it. And yet. I don't know. Notre Dame just kind of has that that zombie mentality where they're never quite out of it yet. So we'll see how that translates. Yeah, Adam, I agreed. I think Cincinnati really is the rightful favorite here. I know people were like totally shocked about that. But when you look at Notre Dame last week, very misleading final over Wisconsin, getting those two pick sixes and that kickoff return in the fourth quarter. Wisconsin actually out yarded them. And look, we've been talking about this game kind of as a build up, like a look ahead game all through the summer in terms of, okay, this is the must-win for Cincinnati if we're going to take them seriously for the playoff. Looking at that Notre Dame schedule, Adam, this looks like a must-win for Notre Dame if we're <laughs> going to take them seriously for a playoff. There's no question. You know, this is, again, the optics on Notre Dame, even though they've been unbeaten, you know, have not exactly improved, right? And so you look at the up-and-down nature of their season, they're sort of in that Oklahoma category of teams that haven't lost that, we're just kind of waiting for them to lose so we can just bounce them down the AP poll a little bit, right? Like that's what we do. So totally. Yeah. This is, I hate saying like playoff elimination games. Cause I, you know, here we are in the very early part <laughs> right. of October and frankly, yeah. no one outside of two teams has looked really, really good. Uh, and, and one of those teams looks really good today, obviously. So, but it is, I think for Cincinnati, it certainly is right. Like this is a team that needs to be a resume like, this is the biggest spot on that resume they need to have at Notre Dame. Maybe not the case. And yet, because of their lack of conference affiliation, all that stuff, it certainly changes the equation for them. Yeah, no question about it. And I think you're right on, though, Adam, that you just can't see enough good wins for Notre Dame if they lose today to even be in the equation for the college football playoff. So even though I'm with you, you don't like to make those declarations this early in the season, it does have an eliminator feel to it. Talking to Adam Kramer, follow him on Twitter as I do at kegs and eggs, which is a great handle, by the way, Adam, uh, I looked at your, your parting shots for the games today and Oklahoma against K state. And I thought what you wrote there was very interesting and we heard it. And, and you hear that they're calling for the backup quarterback for an undefeated boomer sumer to sumer team here. And he, like, what does Rattler have to do to win over this fan base? He's only a sophomore here, but Adam, you think there's some caution in what's going on in Norman? I think you watched last week against West Virginia, and that is a, a shell of Oklahoma that we're used to. And I guess in this direct game, K-State, if you go back last year, K-State's won two of these in a row, which is no small feat, by the way, against Oklahoma. Rattler was not himself. Like that to me was like the turning point. After that, he started to look a lot better. He turned the ball over. He looks very gun shy. They have some great weapons. The offensive line has not been great, and I think that's really functionally where this team has kind of fallen apart. But he looks shook. Mm. So I kind of find it interesting when you've got a full stadium chanting for, you know, the backup. Look, Lincoln Riley, if the backup could play, he'd have him in there. Lincoln Riley is not not bad at this. He kind of knows what he's doing. And so you look – I just look at a situation where for Clemson, right, we could see that loss coming to NC State. You could see it coming. That feels like the case for Oklahoma. And I think this is a really interesting spot. If K-State can muster up enough offense, they've got to get Deuce Vaughn going, one of my favorite players in college football. If they could do that, you get your little running back moving. I think they got a really good shot to upset Oklahoma. 
And uh, I actually am. Dave, I have a reputation for taking ugly underdogs. I'm on an ugly favorite today, and that being Oklahoma, oh. based on the fact that they're 0-3 against a number taken out with the Western Carolina game. Kansas State has beaten these guys, as Adam just mentioned, two years in a row as substantial underdogs. And I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with the quarterback situation. Skylar Thompson, by the way, is warming up. He is wearing a knee yep. brace. Uh, Skylar Thompson has really been the Sooner Slayer yeah. over the last two years. I was hoping it was going to be Will Howard. I'm still going to stick with my Oklahoma bet here because I feel like maybe this is a spot where it's like, okay. You know, <laughs> let's get out of Norman. Let's go on the road. I think oh. they're going to have the focus here simply because these guys knocked them off two years in a row. So I don't think it's going to be a, as ah, just K-State. I don't think they're going to necessarily dismiss them, but we shall see. Hopefully this is not like a Clemson situation no. that Adam pointed out in his column last week. We're now Clemson not going to be making the college football playoff anytime soon. Uh, Adam, let's turn to the Big Ten really quick. And uh, one quick update I do want to give. Graham Mertz, by the way, we're kind of waiting to check on his status. He just got leveled with Uh-oh. a big hit up there. Did not look camp. good. Yeah, yeah did not. so the game is currently at commercial break, so we'll update that when we can. But, Adam, uh, Iowa did their part last night over Maryland. Of course, when you get seven interceptions <laughs> and you live off the turnover margin like these d- guys do, they're going to be able to get it done. But the big matchup slated for next week is going to be Penn State and Iowa. Penn State still has some business to handle tonight against Indiana. That line has gone up to 12, 12 and a half, starting to see a little bit of buyback on the Hoosiers. Do you think this is a dead spot for Penn State ending this homestand in October? You know, Penn State, and look, I've, I've watched a lot of Iowa-Penn State, by the way. Let's start. That, that game's going to be weird, okay? So I went to <laughs> Iowa. Iowa-Penn State, something very strange always happens in that game. But it is a really interesting spot for Penn State because we're thinking, hey, four versus five, you know, let's do this thing. And so what, what Penn State really impressed me, and it's kind of odd, but as a gambler, I, you know, that Ball State game, after beating Wisconsin, they played really well in that in that game. That was like a perfect letdown spot. And this, you know, in in some ways, is a bit of a letdown spot too. I just think they're I think they're a really good team. As long as they don't turn the ball over and Clifford, I mean, that with him, that's the case. Like he can be he can be really really good. I think they're a more disciplined team. I mentioned being on Indiana tilt earlier. Like I I'll tell you what, man, I have not liked what I've seen from that Indiana group. I I thought they would regress, but from turnovers to penalties, you name it. I mean. There's talent on that team. There's talent on that offense. They've looked a little bit lost. So I, you know, I I'd probably stay away from the spread on this one. It's a good, it's a good number. And you're right with the Iowa situation they're brewing. It, it, you know, I'll probably back away slowly. But I am excited to see what we get from Penn State because the sample size so far has been pretty good. Yeah, you and I both on Indiana. I'm an Indiana alum, Adam. So the expectations <laughs> might have got a little too high. And that's why I was lukewarm. They're like, hey, you think they're going to go over eight wins? I'm like, I don't really think so because the schedule is going to be tougher. Yeah. And it just takes time. It takes time to get that depth and get those offensive and defensive linemen. And that's where I think the difference is with Indiana and some of these better programs in the conference day. Yeah, no question about it. We got a couple minutes up with Adam Kramer, of course, an excellent writer here for uh, VEASAN talking about college football. And I, I was just really intrigued by your Heisman long shots. And I love the way you ended the article just by saying Godspeed Heisman Trophy value seekers. Because that's what we're trying to find now, Adam, yeah. right? And it's hard to find. But when you start off on a guy and you just start off a sentence by saying, let's get weird. And that's what you said about Casey Thompson at 100 to 1. And I'm watching Texas and they're winning right now against TCU. Make your case for that long shot at 100 to 1 if you want to try to cash that ticket. 
Well, you know what? Since I wrote this, I'd probably switch my Longhorn. Casey Thompson has not had a great half. <laughs> Bijan Robinson, who I've actually known and covered for a while, has. I mean, he's been f- phenomenal for Texas. Um, but but look, getting back to the quarterback, I also picked JT Daniels in there, by the way, who's not playing. Mm-hmm. So consider that like an O for one and a half or two. <laughs> but that 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 speaks to the exercise of what we're trying to do. And I think with Casey Thompson, look, to play quarterback at Texas, I think helps. And beyond the statistics and the performance aspect of this, it's an optics award, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to play the right position. I, I was thrilled to see Devonta Smith win that, but A, he played for Alabama, and B, I mean, he had statistically an insane season. Normally, this is going to be a quarterback. It's going to be a quarterback award. So he at least fits that criteria. I think there's a lot more points in this game to be scored. I have the over in this game, and Honestly, they settled for field goals, Texas and TCU, a little bit too much to my uh, liking in the first <laughs> half, and yet I still think we're in a good position. So it'll be an interesting one to watch. But, yeah, Bijan Robinson, who was, what, 30-35-1 before the season began, the guy is just a joy to watch. Both running backs in this game are a lot of fun. Uh, Adam, it's been a lot of fun having you on here uh, talking college football. And, again, it's it's a great point. We're just trying to find you value if there's any that still exists. I do like your C.J. Verdell. Uh, you got to read that right up at 40-1. to 1. Uh, Wes and I have uh, talked about him, obviously, since that Ohio State game. Adam, enjoy the second half of these games, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Appreciate it, guys. Enjoy the day. All right. When we come back here, we saw last year Ole Miss and Alabama combined for 100 points. Went over 100 points. Can they get 80? Just 80 this week? We'll discuss if that's a good value play when you come back with us. It's Betting Across America right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN pre trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Back here, Betting Across America, alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. Okay, Michigan right now uh, at Wisconsin, jump around. They're not jumping around right now. Michigan has just scored a touchdown, 19-10, to 10, PAT pending. But they got there by going for it on a fourth and one at mm-hmm. midfield. Mm-hmm. And, look, I, I think I'm on the wrong side here. I kind of thought they should have punted because, to your point about Graham Mertz, we didn't know if he's coming back. He's knocked out of the game. Pin him deep. What do I know? Harbs. Rolls the dice, gets it, and then goes for it again. Yes. Fourth and, fourth and goal with the one and gets that two. Is this a new Jim Harbaugh? I think it is, and I think he thinks that his guys are – he's challenging his guys to yeah. be as physical as these guys, and they're meeting the challenge. And we've kind of talked about, you know, okay, when is Cade McNamara going to finally be able to make a play in the passing game? He's made a couple today. It was a beautiful catch, though, but – they're 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 letting they're taking the reins off him at least a little bit more now. It's been kind of dual quarterback on this last drive, by the way. JJ McCarthy was the one that snuck that in for the touchdown. So uh, they're running McCarthy a little bit in terms of the running game. Maybe a little zone read here. The kid out of IMG Academy as a true freshman. So people thought McCarthy was going to win the job, and McNamara is not willing to give it up. Twenty to ten, by the way. Now the score up in Camp Randall as we wait for a price to be put out for the in-game play, but. Nine minutes left to go in the third quarter. Michigan Wolverines now up two scores. Seven and a half. It feels like too much, but we'll find out if Graham Mertz, one, can play. We hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah he was in the tent. Okay. Uh, we don't have the audio, unfortunately, in the studios to be able to listen to the calls of the games, but he was in the tent, so I'm not sure we will see if he comes back for this drive. And again, before you just you know click Wisconsin here, taking the seven and a half points on the live line, that's got to factor in your decision because they don't really have a backup of name value no. here to go to if he no. can't go. Yeah, because I wrote that up as one of my uh, capsules for Point Spread Weekly this week. And, you know, Wolf kind of turnover prone. Yep. And Paul Chris, this is where Paul Chris is going to take some heat up there too because it's like he didn't recruit a quarterback. 
this year and and didn't add it's like you know he was going all in no with boy. Graham Mertz and so far that has not proved to be a good bet he is questionable with a chest injury so we'll find out if he can go but again this is huge for for in-game betters here if you still think Wisconsin can make a comeback now down 20 to 10 to Michigan uh and again Camp Randall right now pretty quiet for that big crowd up there hoping to get another win over the maize and blue not looking good so far we discussed uh, Alabama last year against Ole Miss, it went over 100 points mm-hmm. in the game. I say 100, century mark, in one college football game. So today, it's just 80. Yeah, just 80. It's just 80. So you look at it on the surface and you go, oh, my goodness. How in the world can I play the over? Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you don't play the over? Because to me, we've talked about Matt Corral and Bryce Young. They're going to score points. Yes. Can they get to 80? My numbers would say to lean to the under here, but man, I don't know if I have the huevos to go ahead and bet this game under because you just never know. You look uh, at Ole Miss in terms of their offense, outgaining their opponents by 294 yards. That is number one in the country. Alabama has played the toughest schedule so far, but they're 182 yards to the good in terms of outgaining their opponents' yards per game. We know 63-48. This year's Ole Miss team is better. Now this Alabama team might not be as good as last year's team and that's why you saw when that 20 got put out there and look most of these openers on these games are good but even the bookmakers that put that out there said hey we put out a bad number and you guys bet us right you know there's sharp betters out there you got us at 20 now i don't know if i would be wanting to bet it at 14 or 14 and a half when you could have had that obviously early bird gets the worm here but Gosh, man, it is hard to go over 80. It's I know, just it just looks too big, right? And again, I do wonder on the uh, on the side here when a buyback opportunity happens. And you mentioned right. it, right? You put out the bad line. Okay, you got us. You bet it all the way down, say 14, 14 and a half. Is there a number in your mind that says, okay, then I'll go ahead and I'd I can buy four, back? I'd now? need 14 or less to lay with Alabama here. If I get that. I would be interested just to go kind of against that move. It's kind of like you either want to be the steam yeah. or you want to be against the steam. You don't want to necessarily follow the steam. Cause I think if you're betting this at 14 and a half, uh, you know, you're betting, you don't want to get into the habit no. of, of, of betting a bad number. Now, all of a sudden, if it comes in, it's like, Oh, see, he told you so, but you don't want to get just, okay, the result got you there that time, so you want to do that every single time. Uh, by the way, Chase Wolf now in at quarterback for Wisconsin, 20 to 10, 826 left to go in the third quarter. Wolverines minus 7.5, 46.5 the total, but back to Ole Miss and Alabama. Mm-hmm. At 14, I'd be maybe interested, but I got to tell you, I was reading, and Scott Shelton, who's one of the traders at, at MGM Mirage out here in Las Vegas, and he was saying, we haven't taken a dollar on Mississippi first half. It's like they've been betting this spread, but betters always bet Alabama first half. Right. You know, it's kind of like I we kid uh, our buddy Doug Kazarian over at Daily Wager. Some of us is like, let me guess what you're going to have this week, Alabama first <laughs> half. And then Doug comes out. I know it's square. I know it's square, but, but it it's works, getting there. If yeah. it works, that's the theory, yeah. right? That They get the big lead. They can rest the guys. And maybe the second half, it's going to be a dicey backdoor cover scenario for Ole Miss. But I understand that logic by Doug and the other Sharpies out yeah. there that have been playing that, saying this feels like the right way to bet Alabama. Yeah, and, and it's eight and a half, nine, eight here at Circa Sports. So kind of right in that range. But, yeah, you're not seeing a lot of support necessarily because usually if I bet a dog like that, I'm going to do like a little half and half. I'm going to do right. first half. I'm going to do full game because I was like, if this dog stays in in the first half and I get there, 
then if I feel like I need to buy out of it, I can. I can go ahead and play Alabama in the second half, depending on what the number is. But this isn't one that I bet if if I get a flat 14 on Alabama, I'm probably going to lay it just on a number value, but not with a ton of conviction here because right. this whole Miss offense can score. And we know Lane, he's never going to let his foot no, off the gas. No, 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 he's no. going to keep going. If they're down three, four touchdowns, he's going to keep that tempo going. And this is a tempo Alabama, quite frankly, has not seen yet this season. No, And again, and that's why when we talk about the Heisman Trophy, why those two guys right now obviously are the two co- you know, co-favorites, if you will, to win the Heisman Trophy, because you got to figure today, no matter who wins, mm-hmm. well, that side's just going to go, uh, that number's going to go down. Because right. somebody, there's going to be so many points scored today mm-hmm. that one quarterback, if not both quarterbacks, are going to be right there. Can Matt Corral win this award with a loss today at lo- as long as they are impressive in defense? Well, the only way I think, and that's why I was a little lukewarm on Corral, even though I know how good he is and what n- stupid numbers he's going to put up. Right. Because... I think this Ole Miss team, if they go nine and three and go to like the uh, the Outback, Outback Bowl, Bowl, which is a good solid, it's a bowl. good bowl. Indiana yeah. Indiana was in it last year, actually lost to Ole Miss, but yeah. that's another story for another time. <laughs> but you know, if you go to that bowl, I just don't know. I think you got to get into one of those New Year's Six bowls at least if you're if you're Ole Miss and Matt Corral to really have a shot at this award because we have seen it. These awards have gone to the playoff teams, right? The best, the most high profile player on the team. Save for Devontae Smith that Adam Kramer talked about in the last segment, the receiver from Alabama. Mm-hmm. But he put up crazy numbers at receiver. But this is usually a quarterback award, or it could be a running back if that running back gets like 2,500 yards or something ridiculous. But, yeah, it's already priced in, too. We've seen it with these favorites. We were talking about Corral versus Young earlier, 155 to, like, what was it, 180, 185. Yeah, so it's range. already priced in that this is going to be a high-scoring game. So that's why I think – you know, the, uh, some of the value has probably been extracted at this standpoint because it's like they're already accounting for the fact that they think this is going to be like a 41-38 type of game and, you know, guys are going to have four and five touchdown passes. Yeah, and again, uh, that's why when you look at it and you go, well, where's there, where's the value there still for the Heisman on these two guys knowing, to your point, that it's already been baked into this game? It doesn't feel like it's on the side of Corral, even though those numbers we just showed you are mm-hmm. absolutely lights out. And if you can go out there and have a clean football game and not turn it over against Alabama, you know, people might say, well, even in defeat, it was, you know, it was because Alabama's on the road, all those things. Johnny Manziel, just point of order, he did go there to Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. and beat them on his way to winning the Heisman Trophy. So it feels like, again, this is that prime opportunity for Mac Corral to get it done. If he doesn't get it done, maybe that there's really not a lot of value there at plus 155. Very quickly, uh, Chase Wolf, as you mentioned, in the game for Wisconsin, moving it a little bit around the field. I would say right now, Chase Wolf is on a short list of best college football names. Yes. I, I just love the name, Chase Wolf. We'll find out if the kid can well, play. Well, we'll see, like uh, Los Lobos saying, will the Wolf survive? Because he's going to get some pressure <laughs> coming. from this Michigan defense as he kind of backhanded that out of bounds. Michigan minus eight and a half, 43 and a half. The current total that is juice to the over at minus one forty. So again, if you're going to take Bucky Badger eight and a half, you're at midfield. Is that a good in-game play in, in this scenario? We don't know anything about Chase Wolf. Yeah, he's been kind of a reserve basically for the last couple of years. This is not, I wouldn't be getting involved necessarily on Wisconsin. Yeah, it right feels now. like a, a good stay away spot. Look, I'm not saying that they were calling for the backup in Wisconsin, but we know it was happening. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> we know it was happening last week in Oklahoma. The 4-0. They had a guy, Rattler, Heisman Trophy, odds on, you know, short favorite to win this thing. 
They're laying on 11 and a half today. They've been stinky so far. ATS, can they get it done today? We'll discuss. You come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back here, betting across America alongside Wes Reynolds. I am Dave Ross. Next hour, Ben Falks. He is our VP of Digital Content. He's going to be joined by Mike Ferranio, the sports director over at Mandalay Bay. We'll get them in the next hour. Scott Seidenberg, the host of the Look Ahead, is going to join us uh, in a couple of hours. And Dave Miller is going to join us, who has a Heisman Trophy vote. And I just saw Dave Miller tweet, Jim Harbaugh needed one competent quarterback. He's got two as Michigan has a 10-point lead with about four minutes to go. Yeah, in the third we're quarter. seeing the freshman J.J. McCarthy get some usage here, although I think McNamara is cemented really as a starter, but he's trying to incorporate McCarthy a little bit, yep. like just in case, get him some reps. By the way, three and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Michigan with the football back. Wolf and the Wisconsin offense turned away, so Michigan minus 8.5, minus $1.30, 42.5 on the in-game total. Let's get your uh, final thoughts before the, I would say, I don't know if it's the biggest game of the day, but certainly with college football playoff implications, Cincinnati uh, at Notre Dame today. And again, I was a bit surprised when I saw the number come out early this week. I thought Notre Dame would be a favorite at home with the home winning streak that they have. No, sir. Cincinnati laying that point and a half here really hasn't moved a whole lot off that number. What do you expect? Could we get any late money either way on the home dog, Notre Dame? I think it's been kind of pretty much two way. It seems like the sentiment has been Notre Dame, but not enough to really flip them as a favorite. And really where I'd be going here, I'm seeing as low as a dollar thirty in terms of the money line. That's mm-hmm. where I go. Like usually when it's like one and a half like this, yep. I don't I just take it out of play and I go ahead and lay the money line. And that's what I would do with Cincinnati, because if you're betting them minus one and a half, you know. You're betting them to win the game, so you might as well pay the extra few cents, I think, on the money line. So we're actually seeing a little bit more support on Cincinnati. It is up to three at Circa Sports. Two and a half still here, I believe, at BetMGM as we approach kickoff. But that's the first three I've seen this week. So Cincinnati is getting their support. So I don't know if you want to call it an anti-public or a contrarian (laughs) favorite, whatever you want to call it. That's exactly what I think we have here at the Bearcats. Okay, here's... My dilemma on this game, because of what I we talked about last week here, betting across America after their big win against Wisconsin, right? I thought, well, Notre Dame's going to be about four point favorite at home, and I would have loved Cincinnati. And here's where he gets into betting the number versus what I actually think is going to play out. And then when I see Cincinnati as a small favorite on the road, it changed my opinion mm-hmm. uh, because the number to me was off. Right. But yet my initial gut was Cincinnati's going to win this football game. Yeah, that was right? mine as well. So how do how do we square those two circles? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're thinking, all right, if it was Notre Dame minus four, minus five at home, absolutely I'm taking the yeah. Bearcats. But now that it's one and a half, I'm not as convinced in my conviction right. that the Bearcats are going to win this game. And 26 straight home wins for Notre Dame in South Bend, and yet they're an underdog to a team from the American Athletic Conference. 
I think it's kind of like maybe the odds makers kind of telling you who he likes here. Okay. The odds makers, I think, like Cincinnati. The guys behind the counter, the guys in the back rooms, they like the Bearcats here because I don't think they were convinced with Notre Dame, even though they won 41 to 13. We know that was a, you don't want, I'm not going to call it a faulty win because a win no, is a win is a win. But it is but the numbers. They didn't beat the hell out of Wisconsin. No. Uh, we, we were watching that game. That game was a competitive game throughout. That could have went either way. It went the wrong way, though, starting in that fourth quarter with Graham Mertz with those four turnovers. Mm-hmm. By the way, Mertz, uh, questionable to return with that chest injury. So it is Chase Wolf in at quarterback for Wisconsin. So, again, uh, we'll find out. So that's why when you see that number come out, to your point, they knew that people like us would have hammered Cincinnati mm-hmm. if they in- installed Notre Dame as a three point right. favorite at home. So right. they wanted you to have exactly the hesitation that I am having. And that's why they are so good at putting out that initial number. Mm-hmm. They say, whoa, 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 whoa. Now I can't just bet on those Bearcats and hammer it the way I would have if I was catching three points. Yeah, a- exactly. So that's what I think uh, has kept a lot of people off of this game. because, uh, And I've seen really more people like the Notre Dame side. It's like, how can they be a home dog to this team? I think the right team is favored. And I, I said that earlier in the program. And look. This is a prove it or prove it or lose it basically for both teams in this game because it, it it I mean everybody kind of focuses on the Cincinnati side but we know Notre Dame that schedule looked a lot stronger than we saw it in the preseason right. but maybe not as strong there's not like a really huge win I think on that schedule where it's like okay that's that resume win to get into the NCAA tournament but you know Cincinnati on the precipice perhaps of a playoff berth, assuming they can run the table if they, if they win today. And I believe if you, you follow the money, which you should every weekday morning here with, with uh, Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, I believe both those guys are on Notre Dame today mm-hmm. again. So it, very intriguing the way they put those lines out there to then see if you want to follow that money. And again, it's been going towards Cincinnati. As you said, some books up, up to three right now, still point and a half here at BetMGM. But that seems to be the way that it's going. Let's see if Notre Dame can get an upset and, home and, win. And, and the three that showed here at Circus Sports absolutely just disappeared. So we <laughs> knew that quickly. that was going to happen. So two, two and a half, basically going to be the consensus closer in the market. Let's talk about Oklahoma a little bit. Because, again, I, I just find it disconcerting that you're booing a kid that's a sophomore at home who was a Heisman Trophy favorite, and you're still undefeated. You're still 4-0. I know it hasn't been as sexy as they wanted for Boomer Sumer yeah. in Norman, Oklahoma. But now today, it feels like possibly a get-right spot. Again, K-State has really manhandled them in recent years here. So before this game kicks, is, is, is Ratworth feeling that pressure? Because he hears it. You're a kid. You hear mm-hmm. people booing you at home in a game you're winning? That's going to be tough to shake a little bit. Yeah, he could be feeling it. Now, Now the best thing about dealing with that pressure is you're not dealing with it at home. Now it's on the road. On the road. So now it's like, okay, I know I got hostility here in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, in the Little Apple. So I'm going to go ahead and be able to deal with it. And I know, uh, you know, Rattler, look, this guy was a Heisman favorite, now up to 30-1. to 1, But I did lay it with the Sooners. I went to the well again. I, I, I actually laid 10.5. It's about 11.5, 12 right now. Yeah. But and I did that because, look, the Wildcats beat the Sooners outright in 2019 as 23-and-a-half-point underdogs and then also beat them last year in Norman as 27-and-a-half-point underdogs. So uh, kind of looking to see what this quarterback situation is going to be. If it is Skylar Thompson, that, of course, gives Kansas State the best chance because he is, he's the Sooner Slayer, basically, <laughs> is, is kind of his nickname. But And he's really their only chance because one of the things Oklahoma has done this year, it's kind of been – 
because everything has been about their offense or lack thereof, Oklahoma is really good yeah, on defense, especially against the ground. Now, if you watch that game last week against West Virginia, they allowed that long drive where West Virginia had like eight and a half, nine minutes off the clock. And that pretty much said you weren't going to cover that game if you laid Oklahoma like I did. But after that, West Virginia didn't really get a whole a whole lot. Oklahoma only giving up 74 yards on the ground this year. That's 2.4 per carry, 14 sacks in four games. Kansas State, who has a solid rushing attack, yeah. only 62 yards last week against Oklahoma State. And if Kansas State can't run the ball and you got this quarterback, assuming Thompson's going to go wearing a knee brace, Kansas State's given up 650 yards passing the last two weeks. So this is the opportunity for Rattler to get going. Kansas State, without Thompson, struggled to throw the ball. Will Howard, the backup, only 19 at 39 for 249 yards combined in those two starts. So Kansas State has to run the ball. And if they can't run the ball, I just think there are going to be a lot of balls up for grabs for that Oklahoma defense to force turnovers, maybe get on short field. Mm -hmm. I think this is the spot where we kind of finally see the real Oklahoma. They've dropped the last two weeks in the polls because when they uh, barely beat Nebraska, they went to four. And then last week, now they've dropped to six. And then it's like, okay, fellas, you've got to show something now. you you got to show that you're a real national title contender. And I think losing to this Kansas State team each of the last two years, this is not going to be one of those ones where it's like we're Oklahoma no. and the name on our jersey is going to be enough. I think they're going to be focused. Yeah, I think you're right, and the money's been moving in your direction. So right now, Oklahoma going up to 12, 12 and a half, as we're seeing uh, and opening up shorter as you got the better number. And again, it's important when you buy that number, as Wes did, you got to do your homework there. Uh, get it earlier in the week if you think that's the right play. And let's see if Boomer Sooner can actually get the cover today. Okay, I do want to discuss Syracuse uh, taking on Florida State. And Syracuse getting five right now. It's kind of that flat mm-hmm. number that we talk about mm-hmm. a lot when you get to that five spot here. I know you like Florida State a little bit to bounce back a little bit, but to me, Still laying points with this team is dangerous. No, and I, and I get it, you know, but but for me, it was like Florida State or pass, and I didn't choose pass, so clearly I'm <laughs> laying it with Florida State. And look, you know, Syracuse, nice three-and-one start. Yeah. I think, what's that, their best start? I think, what was it, since like 2016? Yeah, since Dino, early on in the Dino Babers yeah. era. And, and look, Florida State now four straight losses. That hadn't happened since 1974. That was before the late, great Bobby Bowden arrived in Tallahassee. Right. So, look, Florida State, I thought, did show fight last week, though, coming back against Louisville. So that tells me, even though they're 0-4, that they're still trying. And I think maybe trying is going to be enough here. I think this is the spot for Florida State. Syracuse can't throw the ball. Florida State stacks the box, stop the run. All right, Hughes getting five and a half down there in Tallahassee. Let's see what happens in that contest. When we come back, buy, uh, sell, or hold in the Big 12. So we'll give you those numbers and see if you like any of them when you come back with us right here, Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VEASAN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the code VEASAN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Back here, betting across America alongside West Reynolds. I am Dave Ross, and we have a problem. The Wolf has put it on the turf, and Michigan has the football about 12 minutes to go in regulation, lining up for a field goal. Okay, it's still not going to change the calculus there of a two-score mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. if this field goal is good, but it feels like Michigan's starting to sit all yeah, over Yeah, this feels like an insurmountable lead, Doesn't really, it? for for the Badgers, and this field goal is going to be good. So 23-10, to 10, Michigan minus 12.5. Boy, that was barely good. It looked like <laughs> that win, the little yeah, wind gust there, there, but minus 12.5, minus $1.85. Uh, you're going to have to get that juice to be ahead of the number at BetMGM. So now 23 to 10 Michigan over Wisconsin touchdown ruled good down in Athens, 33 to nothing Bulldogs extra point pending 
Arkansas, not a lot of yards no. and a lot of penalties here. Arkansas, I think, is a good team, and Sam Pittman has done a good job, but this was too big of a task. Uh, and Arkansas got the support, and I think a lot because of how impressive they've looked, and plus JT Daniels not going today, but Georgia hadn't need him. This Georgia defense is for real. It, so It's just it's now, championship level. 34 to nothing over Arkansas. You're going to need a lot of help if you bet that Razorbacks, even if you have that good number, probably doesn't look like that's going to cover here. No, and first drive of the game for Notre Dame, we'll keep a watchful eye as they have just kicked off now uh, in South Bend. And Notre Dame moving it pretty well in the first drive. Jack Cohn is playing yeah. and starting for Notre Dame. We know he is dinged up as well. So a good start for the Fighting Irish. Uh, let's play a little buy, hold, or sell, and let's talk about the Big 12 specifically here. And again, it, it's amazing with all the issues issues Oklahoma seemingly is having. Mm -hmm. They're still undefeated. Everything's right in front of them. The schedule looks favorable for them going forward, and they're only minus 150. Yeah. I say only minus 150. Is this people just hearing the fan base going, oh, the sky is falling. We're not that good. Mm -hmm. To me, this feels like a good number. Do you like it? Yeah, I, and I still think that they're the favorite here, and you look in you look really in the Big 12. Now, there are a couple undefeateds that are going to be there going are. at it today with, uh, I believe, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State. And we'll get to that matchup a little later on in the program that they're going to go ahead and uh, and get together. And by the way, uh, those two teams, 4-0, are now ranked in the polls. Uh, Oklahoma, I still think the clear favorite at number six in the country. Texas looks like they have an offense now, yep. but still got to work on that defense a little bit. Texas, 3-1. and one. TCU, by the way, uh, looking at that score, it's 26 to 20 to start in the fourth quarter. Texas minus seven and a half in the in play at BetMGM, 61 and a half, just as a side note there. But I still think Oklahoma is the rightful favorite because if you look, Iowa State, now they're the kind of the team we're forgetting about because they got two losses, lost to Baylor last week, and then, of course, uh, lost to Iowa in the Cyhawk game. So they may be the team that can improve and kind of all of a sudden it's like, oh, we forgot about them and Absolutely. they win four or five in a row. Like that's a team that I think can do it. But one of the O's are going to go between Baylor <laughs> and Oklahoma State. Uh, I forget which boxing announcer says that. Somebody's O's <laughs> got to go. Yes. But somebody is going between Baylor and Oak State tonight. But I still think Oklahoma is the favorite. The fact that they are still winning and also the fact that their issues are on offense. It's not this defense that's always much maligned, you know, with, with Alex Grinch. It's like, you know, you guys can't stop anybody. You can't stop a nosebleed. When you get against that SEC team in a college football playoff, you guys can never get stops. The defense is good. This defense, at, you know, it's not overwhelmingly talented, but they've been very good against the run. You just haven't seen so far this season. I know it's very young. You haven't seen this Oklahoma team get like gashed we're no. so used to these guys giving up big plays it's not happening all the time it has not happened as of yet and by the way we do have injury news on that game we mentioned Skylar Thompson the K-State quarterback yes is wearing that knee brace he is going to get the start today okay. so uh at least for the Wildcats the uh Sooner Slayer and that's why I think now that that's been announced would not shock me to see a little bit of Kansas State money hit the board late 12 and a half right now at BetMGM. Wouldn't surprise me to see this close like 11 and a half. I don't think it's going to plummet or anything like that. But I like 10 and a half early in the week. I am going to stick with it. I think this is the spot for Oklahoma to say, okay, fellas, let's get serious. Because uh, it clearly did not come last week. No, I'm with you on that. And I, again, I feel like if you are a Boomer Sooner backer at minus 150 right now, it's probably the best time to buy yeah. 
if you want to buy still. Well, because you, you got to think a Baylor or Oak State, whoever loses, that's going to drift. Right. So that's going to give you more value. Seeing Iowa State at six to one, Bo, wow. th- on that price, I would absolutely sell. I'm like, wait a minute. They've already lost a conference game. Right. They already lost to their rival. Boy, do I really want to no. take six to one. No, no thank you to me. Maybe down the board, if you like Oklahoma State, uh, they're at 16 to one because I think Baylor, look, Dave Aranda's done a really good job yes. with this team in his second year, and they have made a huge improvement. But Oklahoma State, I think, maybe is a little further along in their program. I know they got kind of lucky against Boise State. And then the market, of course, plays off that and comes against them. And that's where you want to bet that team that got lucky. Because everybody's thinking, oh, they got lucky to beat Boise State. And then they dominated Kansas State. Really should have won by more. Kansas State couldn't run the ball at all. I think they had 62 yards. Absolutely. A couple key updates we want to give you right now. If you remember when John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson and Pulp Fiction, they were, they were just in a dilemma, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they sent in the wolf. And the wolf, he said, you sent it in the wolf? He goes, yeah, well, that's all you had to say. Mm-hmm. Well, they sent in the wolf for Wisconsin. He's not saving the day. This no. is not happening. Just had a pick. Uh, Michigan with that 13-point lead about 11 minutes ago, and they have the ball now uh, deep in Wisconsin territory looking for more. To your point about an insurmountable lead, even if they get three and make this, it's still a two-score game if they only get three, but it just feels like Wisconsin. They, with, with Graham Mertz is not coming back in this football game. He's out. You got to go with the lone wolf here, and it's not working out. Yeah, I go back to one of my favorite bands. I mentioned Los Lobos. Will the wolf survive? Answer to that question is no. no. Now Michigan in the red zone. Uh, what a great name. All. All. Just keep throwing it to all. Yeah, throw it to all because he all. is all good because now Michigan is in the red zone here, 23-10, to 10, about to put the Badgers to bed. Okay, and very quickly, Notre Dame in that first drive, they faced a fourth and 10, okay, at about the 35 of Cincinnati. What'd they do? They went for it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I, I'm, you know, an older school guy here. I like it because of the positioning of the field. Mm-hmm. You can't punt. because We're going to gain if the ball goes in the end zone 15 yards. They went for it, got it on fourth and 10, and now they're deep in Cincinnati territory. And Jack Cohn just threw a pick, by the way. Oh. So uh, you got the Jack Cohn experience, oh. the full bore of it. Great pass. He converted that fourth down you mentioned. And then throw it away or take the sack and just Jack Cohn picked the worst of the three options. So now Cincinnati does have a turnover still tied. Uh, nothing, nothing. Notre Dame gets nothing on that first drive. Notre Dame has been such a tough team to figure out. We had Adam Kramer on. I thought he, he illustrated it greatly. If you want to go to VEASAN.com and read it, because it's, it's a fantastic uh, piece on Notre Dame a little bit. Just talking about this game in specifics, how they are so confusing. And I think you just mentioned it there. It kind of capsulized it in this first drive mm-hmm. where, ah, oh, man, here we go. Fourth and 10. Let's go for it. Jack Kong, you get it. You look great. And then we're going to get points. And then you throw a pick like that's Notre Dame in a nutshell. And yet somehow should have lost to Toledo. Mm-hmm. Could have lost to Purdue. That game was much closer. Yes. Than people Certainly could have lost to Florida state. We see what Florida state has become. And we go, well, if they beat Cincinnati, they could still be in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out Notre Dame at all. Yeah, I, I can't either. I, I think the defense, though, has gotten better the last couple of games. Remember that Florida State game with well, McKenzie Melton, like Lazarus, my coming off the bench, hadn't played in two and a half years, and he was uh, driving through them like hot knife through butter. So you're <laughs> like, okay, this defense got problems. And then against Toledo, wasn't that great. And then against Purdue and really going forward, the Notre Dame defense has absolutely been better. Keep in mind, this is a new scheme for Notre Dame. That's right. Running that 3-4 under Marcus Freeman, who, of course, comes from – 
University of Cincinnati. So uh, now no score. Cincinnati going to be deep in their own territory on the five-yard line. Just 10.03 left to go in the first quarter. We've got about one minute before we have to take a, a quick timeout. Very quickly, just to kind of button up the Big 12 here. Texas getting some separation on TCU, 32-20 to 20 now on the road. They are plus 400 in our buy, sell, or hold mm-hmm. game. What would you do with the Longhorns? Mm. I don't know if I'd be buying this low. I'm not necessarily selling, so probably I would be holding on the. Going to hold on the horns, and right now, Hook'em, I believe, is this. That's Hawaii, so that's Texas right now. They're hooking TCU, which is the Horn Frog, and right now, 32-20, that live number now. You're mixing up your Hook'em horns and your Shaka sign. You know, your Shaka sign. It's all all over the map. Uh, So when we come back here uh, next hour, uh, it's always great to have our VP of Digital Content, Ben Falks. He's going to be joined by Mike Ferranio over at Mandalay Bay. And Mike, of course, runs that book over there. We're going to get all things uh, covered and the 1230 kicks. In about 35 minutes, we'll break those down and come back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is, I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 